Hello, dear listeners. I have a little favor to ask you for. If you enjoy listening to SoundEdge, please consider to go to iTunes and rate the show with five stars and write up a little review about the show. That will help other people to find the show and have fun with it as you do. Thank you very much for listening and doing this. And let's go to the show. This is SoundEdge, a podcast where I talk to composers and musicians about their business, music and lifestyle. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoundEdge. Today we speak with Marianne Fischer and we talk about networking and how it helped her to develop strong relationships and her path from director to composer. Trust yourself as well, you know, you know what you can do. I try to create the best quality I can in the time that I have, even if sometimes it means working 18 hours a day. In the background you can hear Building the Future, composed by Marianne. And throughout this episode you hear stuff from the Library of the Human Soul. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Sebastian. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm very good, actually. And you? Uh, very good, thank you. Did you did you solve your problem, your technical problem? Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Um, it's just like the recording with Skype and all this stuff is sometimes really, really uh, annoying. But I can imagine. <laughs> yes. Now it works. But um, should we just start? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, the, perfect. Absolutely. So That's then great. Then jump right into it. Perfect. So the first question I want to ask you. Marianne is um, every one of us is probably very good at some things and um, does a lot of things at the same time. But I think there's always one thing that we do best or that we can do very well. So what? And I want to ask you what what is responsible for your success or what do you think is the one thing you do best, which is um, which causes your success or what what makes you successful. Um, I think what what probably um, makes me the most successful is I, I think I'm reliable. I'd like to think that I am sort of um, always delivering um, if, if there's a specific deadline. Um, I, I know that's two things, re reliability and uh, delivering quality work. Um, um, but they work really well hand in hand. And um, I try to create the best quality I can in the time that I have, even if sometimes it means working 18 hours a day. Um, but delivering um, on time is really important. And um, it means I have to be flexible as well. And I'm, I'm open to changes. Um, an example is, for instance, after having completed scoring a scene in a film and <laughs> changes are made and you know the feeling when changes are made and um, having to rescore that part um, I can't afford to, to really get emotional about it and um, it's just part of the deal and I have to just do it and, and, and you know redo the part that has been changed and, um, and I think that's important just to, to be reliable be reliable as you said and also like don't get too stuck on your opinion about the music road. But I, I think always I'm just part of the whole process of making a film or anything else like advertising. And so 
that's exactly what, what you said so that it's very very important to not to be so stressed about when they change things and you have to change your piece so it's yeah it's very, it's very good i think it's a lot of people have to learn this at least in my in my, in my background or where where i come from or where with people who i work with like younger composers for example so that's very very good advice to to be reliable and and, yeah. and sometimes you know i don't know if you feel the same but sometimes i i might start writing something and i think yes this is it you know you're so happy it <laughs> fits perfectly to the picture mm -hmm. but then suddenly there's a change and you have this hole in your stomach thinking oh am i going to be able to produce exactly that same first feeling i had and um And funny enough, it's always a surprise to me. Yes, it, it can happen. You know, it, it can come back. Um, and, and I think the sooner you work on that, the, probably the better. Um, yeah. I think so too. But to, yeah, I yeah. think sometimes even it's 50% of the time when I work with directors or producers and they have some comments or they change a the scene and or want to change the music, then um, it's often that it gets... It makes the film better. And my my first concept didn't work so well as it did after someone else heard it or saw the picture. Yes. But I'm also, sometimes when I think it's better my way, I'm also very, I, I, I fight for my music also sometimes. Actually, that's a good thing to do that. In fact, as you said that, I had um, the, my music was used um, to to sort of promote um, a film, and uh, they paused the 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 part of of uh, they made a pause, a silence. They, they they created a silence in the middle of my music, but it was just in the wrong spot. So it it almost felt like a mistake. You know, if you know music well, you would hear, oh my goodness, this is a wrong place to actually put a pause in. Um, so that that was a tricky one. But the line that was being said was very important, and they wanted to highlight that line. So that's why they made a, a dip in in the music. But eventually you have to just accept it ah you have to just um you know realize the director is always right uh, in a, with their thoughts and their whole vision and you have to just fit in um with with what the director had you know in mind so yes and ah, it's it was actually fine in the end you know it, it worked out really well but it's true you're right sometimes you have to fight but then also let go <laughs> right yeah it's a constant um um fight against these two like let go and fight for the stuff and i think the re reliability also um is also part of that you know what you do you know that you that you're not you're not doing music just because you can do music you know how to put music to picture so that's auch also part of the um, quality you deliver and the reliability and it's probably why people come back to us because we actually know what we do and it's not not uh, only um like um, destiny or anything it's just you do it on purpose really yeah yes yeah. i agree mm -hmm. um, it's important to have have quality and maintain that quality as mm -hmm. well yeah Right. So I think that that brings me very very smoothly to the next point. It's not the 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 same um, order, but um, how how you how did you start your career? So how did you develop these these um, this knowledge and um, also how how did you choose your path? 
actually? Um, it was a, a really interesting path. <laughs> um, I had studied drama in South Africa and um, eventually specialized in directing as well. And um, I always used to use music to create an atmosphere in the background. Um, or if, if I needed to specific, if, if I needed to find my character, I would find it in, in through music. Um, you know, if, if it was a, a drama, I would find the most dramatic piece suitable and actually um, um, use it in the background until I could find the character I was supposed to portray. Um, so I used it very often um, behind a monologue or a play. And then eventually I started writing my own music and absolutely loved the process. Um, I mean, my background is I, I grew up in... Um, in, in a house that was always filled with music. My my father um, always um, used to sing opera and play piano. I mean, although he's an architect, his dream was always to become an opera singer. So he was the singing architect. He used to draw his plans and sing at the same time and sometimes <laughs> jump from the piano to, to his drawing board and, and play. Um, and, you know, and also my brother, he always used to play piano and create songs and sing. Um and I studied piano as a child, so it was always there. And I mean, I, playing piano was just a, a natural process. Um, and then, so it was part of my life. And um, and my other passion was film and television. So combining all three made perfect sense to me and a natural next step. Um, also, I think... Um, music is more portable, in a more portable craft that you can take anywhere with you. And I used to move around a lot. Um, so during my earlier career, and um, so it felt the right thing to do um, in the long run. And, and in time, I, um, I sort of studied more and more and um, started to, to, you know, learn um, to work with um computers as well and um so yeah so, so th i mean th so that was kind of the start is okay. a complete different sort of um <laughs> start very cool did you you said you um then got into the computer stuff also so you didn't yes. start with computer in the beginning no no well no i i had a i mean we had the family piano but um i i had a synthesizer but I, I never had my own computers for um, a while and then eventually yes got a pc and um um and and started you know uh, with synthesizers and um yeah that's that's how you know step by step and i um you know i, I just grew in my knowledge yeah cool very good so and um when 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 did this this change happen, like from directing to composing? How how long is this ago? Or? Oh, um, basically, I was probably um, I would say I was probably about twenty one when I decided. Um, also, actually, twenty two when um, when I when I got married um, and moving around. You know, being an actress was kind of difficult and and you know being involved in, in in a directing world so i felt music is something i can take everywhere in the world and um um so yeah so that's kind of the age where i made the, the change and decision yes but but I've, uh, you know it was just 
you know, start, I always kind of played piano and, and created sort of my own melodies as I grew up, but I never took it seriously. It was just, um, I just enjoyed doing it. Um, so, so that was kind of cool. the, the way I went about it. <laughs> <laughs> very good. So, um, it, it sounds like this was a, this was a very good decision to, to yes, ch change, definitely. change path there or ch change your career path at, at least. Absolutely. Um, yes. yes. And, uh, And later on, I did a course um, with ThinkSpace. Um, mm -hmm. I did a Music for the Media course mm -hmm. with um, Guy Mitchell Moore. And, and uh, I also did a cinematic orchestration course later on, mm -hmm. um, just to really to, to learn how to um, write to, to um, film and, you know, the different facets of, of writing for different advertising and documentaries and film and uh, corporate videos as well so th that was really good to have that foundation yeah very cool so there was this good decision but almost everyone makes bad decisions in his life or in his career yes and, and, <laughs> and what what was your worst one do, do you have any, do you have one thing where you, where you say oh maybe something else would have been better at this moment Yeah, I think I, I do. Ha I definitely have one that stands out. <laughs> um, I, I think paying paying a large fee to have a company um, have access to prospect uh, projects. Um, I think that was a bad decision um, because for the few opportunities that were available. Um, most of which were open to public knowledge. Anyway, it, it was a waste of money for me. Wow. Okay. Um, so I think that was a mistake. Um, but uh, you, you only realize later because I always felt finding project, it's quite difficult. You're always at home and, um, you, you know, writing email, many, many emails to let's say directors and, um, it, it can eat up your time. Um, so there are, there are many ways of finding projects, um, Once you work with a director, um, the chances are that, that she or he will want to work with you again. So, so it's very important never to pay someone upfront to find your work. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And it sounds like a lot of money that you spent. It's, it doesn't yes. matter how much it actually was, but it sounds, if it was a very, very bad decision, so it was a lot of money. I think there are services out there. They have a very, very good track record and they also um, want some money from you up front. Um, I didn't actually try this one, but um, yeah, I, I, I will in the, in, in the future because the things they want align totally with my what, what I want to do. So I just tried out for one year or something. So yeah, but it's, mm -hmm. it's interesting that you said. But I think it, it, um, it's always like... A, a, Everyone I talk to about is like the hard part is really to find work and to get the get get directors to to like you or to trust you with, with the work. And so yes. if you don't have a certain references or portfolio, then you won't get work and you need work to get this portfolio. So it's like a really like a bad uh, a ring that goes around. So um, yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, I think the, the best way, and this was in fact advice somebody gave me a long time ago, is to meet people face to face. And and he was so right about this. Um, if you can go to networking events. Um, in fact, this is where I met a director and I have been working um, on four films with, with her. And um, 
And that was through going to one network event. So you never know who you're going to meet. Um, and, and um, I, you know, meeting face-to-face also opens up. They, they get to see you. They get to speak to you. And, and the, you know, it's not just an email that has no personality. So I think, yeah, it is difficult. It's not easy, definitely. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, and, uh, yeah, uh, we went, uh, I went last year to, a, to a, also a big event, like in, in games in, here in Munich. And um, I, I didn't really f- mean to find work there, but it was like interesting for me to hear that people talk about the games industry in Bavaria. Um, and then, yeah, we talked to some people and really after they just, called afterwards it was we we met the guy like as we were going home already right we, we talked for a couple of minutes and then we were yeah we we, we liked each other somehow and then he he called a, a, a few months later and had a project for us with with uh for a game so it's really interesting uh, it, how, how this works you know yeah <laughs> yes. it's really the best uh, i love those moments I love this message when you just meet the right person and you think, yes, you know, and it's, you go home a happy person, not, not only because you, you think there might be prospect work, but also because it's a, a, a person who was actually interested as well in what you do. And um, so you can exchange, you, you know, your services. It's, it's really fantastic. It's really fantastic. That's right. And, and I was really, really amazed how, how easy it actually is then to, to, you know, I, I'm not the experienced game composer, not at all. Mm-hmm. But the, we were—he was just like, mm, "Your music sounds good. It it maybe f- may fit our our game. So let's work together. Let's try this out. So it's really really cool. So oh, absolutely, and, I agree. And when I when I would have sent him an email just saying I'm a composer and I do this and this and this, and he would say. Mm. Yeah, but if exactly. you're face to face, it's like really good, really good. So it's a very oh, good yes, and, and also, uh, I remember speaking to a director once saying, where do you find your work? And he, he preferred um, finding work from libraries because he, he felt it was quick. Um, mm-hmm. He could pay and choose um, a track very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, he said that he used to receive hundreds and hundreds of emails from yes. um, composers. So, which I, I never realized. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, but I guess everyone is different. I mean, sometimes there must be directors out there thinking, where will I find a composer? So, um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, we all in the same game. It's a creative uh, industry and, um, we need to find, uh, you know, find the connections and that I find is definitely the, the hardest. Um, yes. Most of all, for me, at least, it's like, oh my God, I have to really say what I'm good at. And I don't think always I'm good at at stuff I do. At least for me, it's like, I'm not that confident in what I can do. The people I work with, they are all really glad and very, very happy. And they always come back. So it's like, yeah, okay, I can can compose at least. But Mm -hmm. um, it's the, the, the... really the step outside and um, be really naked there and just talk, get to someone, to some director or, or producer and talk to them. It's, it's not the easiest part, but I think we all no. have to learn it. So, and you won't, you won't learn it uh, until you try it. So. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. But I think also, you know, film festivals and networking events are definitely the, the, the good ones to go to. Yes. And 
you know, all of them are also only people. Most of them, producers and directors and, and yeah, production companies, um, like CEOs or something, they're all, all also people too, only. Yes. Yeah, so they're not like the big whatever. So they just... They're, most of the time they're really humble and like cool and laid back and yeah okay let's talk and it's really enjoyable um conversations yes because i agree with they, you they, they exactly know the feeling you know they, they we're in the same boat at least yes somehow i agree yes <laughs> yeah, so. no and you have to have um uh you have to just trust yourself as well mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you know what you can do and if you speak to someone I think it, you, you soon realize whether this is something you can do or not. Yeah. And it's, it's also, if it won't work, then it's, I think it's this, this fear that you do, do a project and he, they, they don't won't won't like it or anything. It's like, everyone has this feeling. Yes. And mostly it's wrong. <laughs> At least for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 it's not like, I, I think I, I wasn't rejected very often, but the fear is always there. Yes, so how how do you course, how do you yes. how, how do you deal with that? So you, you you have a new director or a new new advertising company or whatever, and you you send them the, your first layout, and how 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 does it feel? And how 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 do you get over the this fear? I think I see it as, music is a, is a little bit to me. Um, it's a bit like a painting or a sculpture, and And um, it's it's a product um, of, of you know people might like it or might not like it. So um, and they might find it is appropriate or not. Um, and I can't take it personally. Um, I, I see it just as a fact of life. If they don't like it, it it's a, it's not a nice feeling, of course. Um, and it's nice if they actually give a guideline to say what they felt might not have been suitable for for um, the project. I mean, because you, you do put your heart and soul into it. Um, but, I mean, it's never lost. So if, if something is rejected, um, uh, it's most likely that somebody else um, will actually use it or, or might like it. So I think... Um, I used to be very affected sort of more in the beginning of my career, but now I learn something out of it because I think, okay, what could I do to, you know, make it better? Um, and then maybe a year later, I will listen back to that piece to just, you know, wonder what was wrong with it. <laughs> and then I yeah. might actually, I might actually find something. Oh my goodness. No, I agree. Maybe I will agree a year later, yes. <laughs> but you know, you have to just, take it as it comes um not everyone has the same taste they might have had something completely different and and i think maybe um with the director if they might not have expressed um you know clearly enough what they wanted so but you can't tell them that yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but maybe um You, a, a good way of, of approaching it is just going back to to what is is needed exactly um, what the brief is and and maybe either adjust it or or try something completely different. It depends on the project and and the person you're dealing with.
Yes, and, and I think um, in the briefing, just to, to make it clear for, for the people listening, uh, it's not like they want rock music because that's not a briefing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it has to be a little bit more specific. So and, and I think that's the it's a very good point that is what you're saying here. That's if you prepare the the your process like really talk to these people who who are giving you this this job or, or you're working with and um, talk to them about what they really want and i think to listen and to really uh, translate what they what feelings they express into music then um, the rejection is probably more um, not so much likely anymore i don't know but um i think um it's not just about the music it's really like i think sometimes i think it's more like know how to to um translate what they want into music and of course you have to do your your stuff with, with the music of course but this this middle part like from from what they feeling to to the music and all this between it's really really important but it's yes. also in the beginning not always there so you have to learn this learn this the, sometimes the hard way but it's yeah Really yes, <laughs> and sometimes it, um, yeah, it's it's just more work if um, something has been rejected. You think, oh, I have to write this again, and sometimes um, you feel a little bit um, your energy is not there anymore. That first energy, but I think overcoming it uh, um, fast. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's not easy to say try and overcome it fast but um to try and and raise yourself above it and and it's a challenge to yourself to try and please the director or the client you know it's uh it's and once they like it it's just a wonderful experience and you know i ah, we're on the right path yes we have found um a, um you know a great solution right um And it, it's always uh, when you start to work with, a, with someone in, in the first project, it's like it's like harder. And then with every next project, you you understand each other better, better, and so Absolutely. it gets much yes. easier in the in the in the following projects. Than I in, totally in, in, agree. And yeah. you know the way they work. You, you get yes. to know. This is so interesting as well. The, all the different people you work with, you get to know them really well, and um, how they work, the way they communicate. Everyone is very different. Some people like just texting. Some people like lengthy conversations, um, details, um, and everything is, is great as long as it works for you, as long as you feel that you have enough information to work from. Um, that's important. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right. Totally. So, but it, I, I, what, what I learned the last couple of years is that it's also... I can choose which projects I take on and which yes. project projects I think fit my my experience and my um, toolkit the best, you know. Yes, and yes. <laughs> some people just just take every job because they need the money, but yes. I, I think okay, it's easier said than done. As always, you don't have if money is your only motivator, it's not really going to work. I think. But mm -hmm. it has it's, it's a huge part, of course. If you live from from music, there's money involved all the time. But um, I I wouldn't do a dubstep project just because of the money, because because I know I can't do it right. Yes, so yes. That's 
um, why I pick some, my projects on a yeah some level of um, yeah I just choose them somehow. Um, right. <laughs> and how do you do that? How do you do that? So um, um, at first, um, I, I did a lot of pro bono work um, to to establish myself as a composer. But now, fortunately, I, I can always apply a checklist I have um, because <laughs> after all, composing is my sole career and um, my only source of income. So it's, it's important that I go through this checklist. It's very simple. Um, first, I always check, am I available to do this? Um, is, is, is it doable in the time that I have? Um, does it make sense commercially to, to do it? And um, does the film sit well um, morally and ethically as well? That's very important um, for me. But um, when I, I mean, those are the four po points. And, and once I'm happy with all those points, I, I take on the project. But, but when I started as a composer, I, um, I, I enjoyed um, taking on things that were new. For instance, I, I used to write, um, I mean, I, I wrote demos um, quite a lot for um, software developers, and um, which I still do, actually. And sometimes I, I never knew what instruments they would bring out. and But that alone um, was quite a nice challenge for me to try something completely different. So that was a nice learning curve to sort of um, um, develop my my skill more and more but um, but but those four checkpoints um, is what I, I use now all the time that's very cool for me it's yeah yeah for me it's mostly it's about time but yes also the yes. Eth ethical standpoint of course but for advertising yes. it's sometimes hard but if you if you put the ethical thing very high, then you almost can, can do any work <laughs> for, for yes. advertising. But um, yeah, films, I totally agree. I would never do some specific genres probably, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a very, very, very cool that you have this like process checklist thing. That's very cool. But I want to, want to uh, get to one point more, more in depth, probably um, the mm -hmm. software developers, because I think you're very, very um, successful with these, with these uh, demos for, for the, for the software developers. How, how did yeah. you, how did this work? How, how did you approach these, these guys? Um, I mean, originally, um, the first um, software developers I, I ever wrote a demo for was Sonokinetic, um, and it, they're a Dutch company. And um, basically, uh, living in England, I mean, there, there was this new library that came out. It was a Maasai library, um, which had... Um, ethnic um, singing and um, drums and I just which I love and um, so I bought it and I wrote a demo for it and then I just posted it to, I just sent it through um, a message to them saying well I wrote this and um, and then um, very soon afterwards um, Rob the um, CEO then um, of Cinekinetic got back to me saying they really liked it. Can they can they post it? Can they use it in their demo reels? Wow, so said, that's well, <laughs> yes, why of not? And um, I mean, since then, um, you know, I've been they've been developing uh, libraries, and I've been doing the beta testing for them, and um, which has been really great. But they were 
that that was kind of the first way um, that I approached them is using one of their libraries and um, and then sending it to them. Um, you know, it's always nice for developers to hear how um, you know they their samples um, sound like in music. So um, so yeah, that was that was a really great experience, and and I also write demos for Soundine and. Um, so that's been really great, and um, also for Gothic instruments. Um, so it's um, yeah, I, I totally enjoy it. It's 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 um, a different kind of um, uh, writing. It's it's more showing the instruments. Um, you know, it's it's always great to have this instrument there and just also have to come up with something that really features these this instrument and. Yes. That embedded in like a larger um, arrangement that's very very cool to to do i can imagine absolutely mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. yeah very cool so and uh, i just saw some posts on facebook uh, i think it was facebook uh, for the human soul library yes the library of the human soul yes, yes. That's, a, that's also a very huge project really and and you you also you um, do a lot of stuff For this library, right? Yes, yes. Oh, it's it's. Um, I really enjoy writing for for um goth for well, the CEO of of um uh, the Library of the Human Soul is Dan Graham, and um he also is the owner of Gothic Storm. And um, it, the beauty about it is is they're one minute pieces and. Um, The, the the basically the, the strings will be recorded live. Um, oh, wow, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. So it's and there's three different versions. There's an intimate version with just um, the live recordings of the strings, um, and then um, there's an orchestral version of the same piece, and then there's an intimate version, all one minute. Um, they're all written um, either in E minor or G major, and um, so that they can work together. That's so, a good idea. Um, wow, I didn't know it's, that. It's a great cool. idea, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so from from an editing point of view, it's it's great for, for the editor to be able to use different tracks. And um, basically, it's um, every single um, emotion, a human emotion, um, love, um, drama, you know, there's, there's so yes. many albums. So you can actually um, see they, they are on um, YouTube, they are on um, the web as well. Um, and... Um, You can you can actually hear that it, it's just fantastic to hear all the. I mean, you have to really portray the emotion of the title that was given to you. So, so cool. I like I've this been, very much. Um, absolutely, I love the idea very much too. And it's I enjoy writing it. Lovely people to work for as well. Mm -hmm. So the the entire project is 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 great to work mm -hmm. for, super so. cool uh, that's, yes that's, that is, i guess gives me a little bit of shivers because if, if if it's like a if it fits all together and it's all nice and cool and it makes sense and it's very very cool i'm glad for you congratulations thank it's, you very much thank so, you it's so cool <laughs> and um yes um and so what kind of projects do you work on on right now also like what is it like films um, or I, i actually i am um, I, I'm busy um, preparing the scores for three new pieces that I've written for the Library of the Human Soul and um, and also more tracks for different libraries um, and 
and then I have to do a, a demo, a new demo that's coming out um, in the next two weeks. Um, so I'm quite busy writing music right now. Um, and that's what I'm, I'm doing directly. But th there might be a, a film coming up um, later this year. Um, but nothing has been confirmed yet. So, Very yeah, good. so I'm, I'm really keeping busy at the moment. No, it's, it's great. That, that's how it should be, I think. Um, yes. Yeah. It, not too busy, but busy is very good, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay, no. yeah, yeah. But too busy can be good because it, uh, with me, um, sometimes it brings the best out of me if if um, under pressure, but a, a good pressure, not a, not an um, impossible pressure that I can't I can't handle that. Uh, for me, um, for me, the advertising industry is like the, the, that's my thing at the moment. Yes, at least. So it, because it's like. They to call you like this time around this time a day this the day and then the next day you have to deliver so that's really pressure but it brings yes. really out the best of me because it has to work somehow I have to mm -hmm. there there is no procrastination or anything you have to just focus and um, it's always like really really detailed briefs and very specific things they want and it's a very good direct. Um, um, with the produ production company I work, they give really good directions and very good input on your, yes. your layouts. And that, that's, that, that's, that's so much fun. Also, you don't sleep the night and stuff, but it's like really, really good. And the pieces that come out, most of them don't work because it's a pitch all, all the time. But um, if, even if they don't work, it's like really pieces I didn't even know I could, could do. So that's really, mm -hmm. really amazing. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> um, so, Marianne, that, that was a very, very, very good uh, interview. Very much insight and very interesting for me. And Excellent I think and wonderful. Yeah.